All right, all right, all right. We are live for the Thursday edition of the Morning Check-In. And as always, excited to be back, man. Looking forward to connecting and uh, just uh, plugging in early and seeing what you guys are keeping your eyes on. And looking forward to uh, just, you know, hey, sharing with you some things that caught my attention. And uh, there is one thing that came across my attention the other day that I forgot to bring to your attention, but it has a lot to do with the uh, continuation of the diversification of other nations uh, beyond the dollar. And so I want to share with you some developments in reference to some payment systems that I wasn't even aware of. And so from what I've gathered from this current little uh, information I'm going to share with you, you know, for the most part, every region, every continent ish like uh, are all working towards a alternative payment system that includes dollars, but then not reliant upon dollars. So it further expands the de-dollarization push, but not necessarily eliminating it altogether. So we're going to talk about that. And of course, bear with me, uh, dealing with a little, you know, my, my lower left jaw area had to get some dental work done and it's kind of swollen, but I figure I still log in and, you know, connect with my people. So before we move forward, let me make sure everything is flowing smoothly. Let me know in the chat if you guys can hear me, if I can actually open my chat up real quick. And also, if we got any uh, first time viewers, uh, let me know where you're watching from or if you happen to stumble across the channel, uh, don't be afraid to hit that thumbs up button. Show your support for the channel and uh, we're going to have some fun this morning. And so I see in the chat already uh, some some pre-thoughts. <laughs> Lord Jacob. Yeah, we talked about that. I think it was a Monday, I think, when it was announced. I think he, you know, of course, passed well before we officially found out. But there's also a lot of, I wouldn't say at this current moment, I don't really fall for the conspiratorial type stuff just because they're all that stuff becomes conspiratorial fact in a sense. So it's no longer really, really a theory when you get enough evidence to show that it's real and legit. But um, there's a tweet or, not, or X, or I'm not sure what they call me nowadays, but I came across it showed a list of high profile oligarch type family members from the European region that have all of a sudden passed away or whatever. And somebody was sharing their thoughts on it. So I can probably touch on that as well. But I got maybe seven, eight, nine articles here, all things relevant to everything from Wall Street all the way down to Main Street and everything in between. And that's the point of these morning check ins. So we're going to have some fun with that this morning. Uh, let me acknowledge a couple of people real quick. Uh, uh, Bitcoin hit 64, yeah, then crashed to 59, and now it's trending back up. <laughs> so Coinbase, you know, that Coinbase, I would definitely, man, be very careful dealing with these centralized exchanges these days for my people to speculate. They got a lot to lose and not much to gain as this industry continues to expand. Uh, sorry, I did comment that was a text to a friend. Oh, my bad, no problem. Uh, just remember the Morgans uh, and Rockefellers helped to start the BRICS. Mr. Boston, I don't doubt it. And that's why, you know, at, at the end of all this monetary reshuffling of the deck, I still do believe that the key players that were are that created this current paradigm that we're living in will somehow, if not be at the top of the pyramid still. So um, and it goes well beyond just, you know, those, you know, two, three, however old, hundred year old families, uh, the system in of itself they're all working towards an, a, a, a desired outcome. And it has a lot to do with digitization, tokenization, less privacy, less freedom, removing borders from from, uh, from nations and all that, you know, one world type of stuff that the Bible refers to that we'll experience in the end time. So yeah, I don't sit up and say the bricks are like, you know, like, oh, they're saving the world. No, they're not saving the world. They're next phase of what they see for humanity, which will not benefit you or I. So I'm 
clearly aware of that. But it's more so the speed at which the speed at which it takes place, and sometimes it seems like there are some curveballs being thrown, and I'll touch on that a little later as well. All right, my good people, uh, let's dive in, man. And so today, I, I was so today being the 29th. So I woke up. So my my watch says the first. My calendar says the 29th, and so I jumped into my daily devotional, and of course, due to the you know extra day in this month here, uh, it get, it skipped right to March 1st as the next uh, daily devotional. So of course I read it or whatever, but wasn't quite sure if I would share it today rather than just save it for tomorrow, which will actually be the first. So um, I think I'll skip the daily devotional this morning, but uh, we'll keep things moving right along. And I'm curious to see and hear what you guys are keeping your eyes on. Uh, read its foundation charter. For sure. I, I, I touch into it, but right now I won't be able to, but uh Okay, let's keep it moving. So before I move forward, let me make sure I big up my people before I get into these headlines here. And uh, yeah, so for those who might be new, don't know who comes across the channel for the first time, I want to make sure you have all the necessary tools you need to prepare for whatever lies ahead. So forpatriots.com forward slash RTD is a supporter of the channel as well as the community. And it gives you guys a chance to uh, diversify your preparations in reference to food. You know, you got uh, all types of energy sources. You got a, a buku load of other items such as this little fridge here. So if you guys go to fourpagers.com forward slash RTD, it'll take you to this preparedness page. And this is their sale page here where it's a lot more affordable items for everybody to get a hold of. So as you can see here, it's a good assortment of things that come in handy when and if things hit the fan the way that a lot of people suspect it will. So from the solar power bank, as well as their three month uh, and more food supply, you'll have all the things you need to make sure you're prepared for whatever's coming in the future. So just a little big up there for fourpatriots.com description and the information is in the description. And also for my people who are still in the Meadows game, understanding that this is all a long drawn out process. Don't be discouraged uh, because why gold and silver is not everyone's favorite. It's still most affordable and uh, still going to be a part of the plans for wealth preservation. So if you guys are interested, rethinkingadollar.com forward slash GSM. Link is in the description. You can go to this page here and get a chance to see all their daily deals. And of course, I think spread, you know, their uh, spread above spot, I think it's two to three dollars for certain items. So that's fairly price, fairly good price for those who are interested. So check them out. Link is in the description. All right, let's get into some figures this morning. So I was keeping my eye on the markets. And so, of course, you know, <laughs> everything comes out favorable in reference to the Fed's PCE metrics. You know, it looks like, according to their metrics, things are trending downward. And, of course, the markets are responding favorably right now, to be expected. And as I always say, you know, the goal is to keep this facade that everything is great. There can be a soft landing. The economy is booming. It's growing. Okay. So never trust the figure that come from the same people that has a lot to lose by the system crumbling on them because they don't want to be the ones holding the bag. So anyway, as of right now, we got silver in the green, which is I think this is the first time it's been in a green uh, after the Crimex open. And as we can see, it's starting to trend down a little bit. So give it midday. You know, it's going to reverse. So it shouldn't be a surprise there. But just uh, checking the figures out thus far this morning. And of course, gold 2047. To me, a $12 jump says a lot. It says a lot when we were coasting. This past, let me actually, if I can, let me see if I can switch it out and actually get the gold page here. Uh, and of course, it won't let me. So, all right. But throughout this week here, it was cruising around that 2020, 20, 2020, 2025, 2030 time for that, that price range there. And even though it's not as favored in the West as it is in the East, accumulation of physical still happening out East. So don't be discouraged, my good people. Just be patient. And you will be rewarded for your 
uh, your stewardship <laughs> in due time. So anyway, let's keep it moving. All right. So I want to look at the uh, crypto sector for a quick second. Everybody, you know, everyone seems to be captivated by Bitcoin action and the BT, uh, BTC ETFs that are booming right now. BlackRock is BlackRock and Fidelity is swallowing up all the available Bitcoin and there's actually not enough to meet their demand. So that for the prices will continue to go up. So good speculative opportunity for those who see uh, benefits and participating. And as of right now, we speak. Let me make sure I refresh this. And scroll down to the bottom so I get the correct price. We got uh, 62836 for Bitcoin. And Ethereum is making its move as well. 34.73 and the like all the way down. So, um, yeah, uh, it's going to be an interesting spring, my people. And so as of tomorrow starts March 1st. And March itself is going to be a heck of a month month because we have the BTFP coming to an end. We have, um, what else? There's two other things. It's, uh, we got the possible drainage of the um verse repo uh facility and as well i think that the 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 the, the tga um our, our our treasury saving account i think is also running a little low and so government will be borrowing more to add to it so it's going to be a very uh eventful month to say the least okay let's get into just some primary news stories of what's happening what's what's happening thus far and so this is uh, after the Fed's preferred inflation gauge logged uh, lowest uh, annual rise since March 2021. And as I mentioned before, starting things off, never trust the figures that's coming from the same people who has a lot who have a lot to lose. Their PCE metrics is so fraudulent that once again, I don't give it any credence. But anyway, just giving out here, this is just a visual aid here. Core and overall inflation both fall to the lowest since 2021. And so if you zoom, if I can zoom in here, let me give me a second. Let me try to zoom in, but I can't. So we got core PCE uh, from last year. And then we got the PCE from this year, 2.4. So it was three core PCE was 2.9 last year. And it's about this time frame. And now it's 2.4. Let me know. Let me get this right there. Let me get this right here. Uh, 2.4 as of this past January. So that downward trajectory, you know, for them is very favorable because it gives them the narrative that inflation is cooling off. And I think as of reading this article here, there's possibility of three price cuts or rate cuts rather uh, between now and the end of the year or from June onward. So once again, the markets are acting very uh, bullish due to this. Let me keep it moving. Let me get to my next one here. Oh, here we go. Stock market today. Stocks trade higher after Fed's preferred inflation gauge meets expectations. So more euphoria in the equities markets as people think that, oh, the Federal, is that, Federal Reserve is actually doing their job in taming inflation. Nothing, no, nothing of the sort. Nothing of the sort. It ain't over with you, my good people. And speaking of which, let me look into the uh, equities markets real quick and see what's happening. So as of it shows here, we are in the green. NVIDIA is up 2.12%. Google's up almost a point. Uh, Apple is doing their thing as well. So, yeah, should be a eventful day of people or day traders, rather, making good gains throughout the day. All right, let's get into some primary stuff here, man. All right, so this is an article I want to lead off with just because I haven't been following outside of the mainstream. You know, uh, we got the China, uh, which, is, which is a chips alternative system. And then you, has the, you have the Russian SPFS uh, alternative to the SWIFT system. I haven't been paying much attention to other regions. And so the Arab states, and so this is an older article, 
but I thought I would lead off with this just to take you into what has been have been some recent developments. But it's an Arab states plan regional payment and settlement uh, system. And to go through here, let me see, is the Arab systems, the Arab regional payment system or the ARPS is what it's called. Uh, it says we'll act as a uh, correspondent for its. Uh, let me see. I tried to whatever. But the ARPS is the Arab nations version of their swift alternative payment structure. And over the last uh, well, two weeks at the World Government Summit uh, that took place in Dubai, it looks like there was some uh, further expansion or possible further expansion of this particular payment system that, you know, come to find out it also includes the dollar. But the point is, the whole push to de-dollarize is the inclusion of alternative using currencies from other nations so that they don't have to be solely relying upon the SWIFT system and the possibility of being cut off or sanctioned if things don't go their way. So just a little information here. This is all stuff that came across my radar. It's new to me, so I'm assuming it might be new to you guys as well. So I'll thumb through this, point point to some countries and participants. Then we'll get into some more uh, news that comes about. So we have UAE's BUNA payment system to expand, including new currencies. It says cross-border payment platform is set to uh, broaden its reach by incorporating currencies such currencies from Pakistan, India, and China. So beyond, uh, we have, uh, we talked about earlier how Iran and Russia have intermerged their payment systems using the SPFS from Russia. And then, of course, we have India building out their own little internal payment system. And then Pakistan, you know, it's not not too much news from them. But this article originates from within Pakistan from a news source. So you have that entire eastern region at some form or another going to be interconnecting those payment structures that I just mentioned. And that right there will put more pressure on the Western Hemisphere because as, as of now, everyone is solely dependent upon the SWIFT as being the num- numero uno. And what happens two, three, four, five, ten years down the line when other alternative systems are in play. And this is where it goes into all roads still lead towards a one world structure approach because all of these systems here at the end of the day will be interoperable. So whether it be Russia, China, the SWIFT or whatever else comes about, they're all going to be some at some point in the future connecting again so all this to me kind of can be an illusion of you know the de-dollarization process but not sure how they're all heading to the same way so but real quick here it says uae cross-border pay- platform is set to broaden its reach by incorporating currencies from pakistan india and china and various african and european countries by 24 25 this announcement was made by fahad el turkey the chairman of the arab regional payments clearing and settlement organization at the world government summit in dubai says expansion aims to connect buna with other national payment systems enhancing uh, financial uh, collaboration uh, across the continents it says uae minister whatever whatever highlighted buna's potential to boost investment and pr- promote the use of arab currencies in transactions noting its uh, strong uh, compliance against money laundering whatever whatever it says currently connected to 108 live banks in 14 countries buna supports transaction in six currencies aiming to add more with this expansion it says the strategic growth aligns with global trends toward diversifying currency settlements to decrease reliance on the u.s dollar uh, it says uh, contributing to the financial uh, diversification and de-dollarization efforts of participating countries. So 14 continents, 14 countries, rather, 108 banks, all interconnected and more to come. And as it made it clear here to 
de-dollarize. So they're not solely dependent on the dollar. So I'm like, okay, what is the Buna? I never heard of the Buna. And so let's look into what the Buna is. So I went to the Buna. It's Buna, B-U-N-O dot C-O. And as you can see here, it just says, it gives a little information here. It says, who are we? It says a centralized, centralized, which lets you know it's coming from a single source, cross-border and multi-currency payment system. Buna is a cross-border system supported by the Arab Central Bank's and fully uh, uh, owned by the Arab Monetary Fund. So once again, I'm like Arab Monetary Fund. Unfortunately, I haven't come across that term before, the Arab Monetary Fund. So we're going to dive into that as well. So I'll try to just break down bit by bit to, to backtrack the origins of all these uh, institutions here, just because this is stuff you won't get <laughs> from the Western media. So you got to go find it for yourself. But it says, Buna. Uh, enables a financial institution and central banks in the Arab region and beyond to send receive payments in Arab currencies as well as key international currencies. So the primary purpose is to use Arab currencies, but they also use international currencies in a safe, whatever, whatever way. Okay. So what currencies are they using? So if you go down, let me see here. Let me get this. Where are we? Let me see here. I had my page open. It gives me a list of currencies that they use. Let me click on here. Here we go. Currencies. So real quick here, just thumbing through this to try to help it make sense as to the alternative structures that are being put up. So here are some of the currencies here. So this is their little diagram of how the platform operates. I've been able to have multiple currencies going through a central exchange, i.e. the Buna. And it says here, set of multiple currencies enforces robust uh, currency eligibility criteria. It says single currency circuits. And then go down here. So this is a list of the currencies that are, are as of now. It says Central Bank of UAE, the Emirati, Durham, Central Bank of Egypt, Egyptian Pound, uh, Saudi National Bank, Saudi Real. And then it says JP Morgan, <laughs> the U.S. dollar. And so not surprised that JP Morgan, the numero uno of all the globally systemic important banks, especially the head honcho and one of the key founders of the Federal Reserve System in and of itself happens to be interconnected with this boon of payment using the usd so this go this goes you know hand in hand what we talked about earlier as to how on the service it can be presented as if like this is a de-dollarization tool but when you're including a dollar and jp morgan is involved it's good to say that they have some say over the the, the level of transactions as long as they're using long as they this this whole platform here is using a the dollar they'll let this thing fly for as long as uh the dollar is included so Anyway, Standard Charter is using the Euro. Central Bank of Jordan is using the Jordan Dinar. Okay, so this is just a Buna system in its very simplest form. And so who's the Arab Monetary Fund? The Arab Monetary Fund is something that I wasn't aware of until I started doing some research on this in here. But it says about us. It says it's a regional Arab organization founded in 1976 and started operations in 1977. Member countries are it's 22 member countries, Jordan, United Arabs, Bahrain, Tunisia, Algeria, Djibouti, Saudi Arabia, Sudan, Syria, Somalia, Iraq, Oman, Oman Palestine, Qatar, Comoros. I never heard of that one. Kuwait, Lebanon, Libya, Egypt, whatever, 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 and so on. So it's interesting that Palestine is in this as well. So they're part of this. Uh, Arabia Monetary Fund. So I'd imagine it mimics the same way as the IMF. But then again, because they're under sh the Sharia law concept where they don't do use usury and high interest rates and stuff like that. So I'm sure it functions a lot different. But this is the Arab monetary system that uh, prior to now I wasn't quite familiar with. So my whole takeaway from this little, you know, little rant here about the uh, Buna system and the incorporation of Pakistan, India, and China currencies is that 
beyond what we've been fed here in this Western Hemisphere here, the real thing to keep your eye on is the shifting of the monetary structure from that unipolar to a multipolar world. And when you see alternative systems popping up that eventually will all interconnect together, it just lets us know that, you know, a lot of the stuff that's being thrown our way is designed to distract us. Like it's no coincidence, in my opinion, that this Bitcoin euphoria right now is deliberately making headlines. I watch Fox and just scan the headlines. All they're talking about is Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin. But in actuality, the entire payment railway underneath the service is also being restructured as well. And, you know, the dollar is going to be a part of it, but it won't be the centerpiece of it. And think about this. The only way we've been able to live the life we've been able to enjoy in this country, if you're in the U.S., is because of the supremacy of the dollar. But as all these alternatives are built out, the dollar will no longer be the numero uno because there will be other alternatives. And then, therefore, our way of life and standard of living has to adjust in proportion to the world's need or lack thereof of U.S. liabilities, a.k.a. dollars. So just a little something that uh, is worth paying attention to still. Okay, so let me keep it going. Let me get rid of some of these tabs here and then we can get into some other things here. And let me get this page up. So um, here is another story that is taking on a life of its own. (laughs) It's called the great cash out. And so literally uh, the mainstream news here is documenting in real time the flight to safety or flight to whatever is taking place amongst the billionaire class as they're cashing out, basically dip, dipping on their own com- companies. And one of the CEOs from, you know, Snow, not even familiar with that company, decided to, you know, dump all his shares and then retire, left the company stranded, the stock prices tanking. So let's just know that a lot of these people are aware of something and they're preparing in whatever ways they're preparing, but they're getting out of their own companies. But here we got Jeff Bezos, Leon Black, uh, Jamie Dimon and the Walton uh, family have now sold a combined 11 billion in company stock this month, referring to February, some for the first time ever. And so when I was thumbing through here, I was looking at some of the figures here. Some of the figures are crazy. It says Jeff Bezos sold 8.5 billion in multiple transactions this month. Jamie Dimon sold 150 million last week. It says uh, Leon Black, co founder of CEO of Apollo Global, sold 172 million. And right on down the list of just, you know, the Walmart family, each each one of the family members suddenly says a trust from the Walton family heirs to Walton's family. Walmart's founder sold one point five billion in Walmart stock this month. The family owns forty five percent of Walmart share. So I think all four of the children. sold one point five each, if I'm not mistaken. So literally, like people are just getting out of Dodge for some reason. And then, of course, they have some mysterious Bitcoin. uh purchases out there from Mr. 100. There's an entity that buys 100 coins a day, regardless of the price. And then also Eric Snowden came out with a tweet uh, yesterday, basically saying that, you know, be ready for a country to announce that they have been accumulating Bitcoining at the same time. So yeah, the illusion on the surface is that Bitcoin is going to be the savior of humanity while underneath the central banks and governments are working on their digital platforms for whatever interoperability, CBDC stuff. And in between all that, Nations and central banks are running the gold. So you got digital layer on the bottom, gold is in the middle, Bitcoin is on top. And of course, where's everybody focusing their attention on? Bitcoin. <laughs> so yeah, it, it serves its purpose, but you don't know, be the last one holding the bag of digits. All right, here's another one here. I thought this was, uh, uh, you know, sad, but then again, it's, it is what it is. So it's a Cuba's 
500% fuel price rise to take effect tomorrow. And so literally, could you imagine? And mind you, you know, gas there is like 20 cents for a, a liter, but to have prices go up 500%, just that number in of itself, definitely going to cause a pinch to a lot of pockets. But it says the price of electricity will rise by 25%. And then it says the cost of a liter of uh, regular gasoline uh, is 25 pesos, which is 20 cents. So it's 4.4 liters in a gallon. So literally they're paying 80 or 90 cents for a gallon of gas. And so it says the premium is going up. Uh, premium gasoline will go, will jump to 35 from 30 to 156 pesos. So yeah. And most of the cars there, they don't use premium. They use regular just because the cars are so old, most of them. So, but anyway, just that figure there alone is enough to really spook a lot of people. So, and then also there's a lot of things trending on. Uh, so here's that. Let me share with you just this headline here. I started off talking earlier about the not necessarily mysterious deaths, but just the increase in deaths and uh, with the royalty elite class. And so this is something from yesterday, but it says in the past two months, let me get this up here. In the past two months, in the past two months, King Charles has been diagnosed with cancer. It says Kate Middleton has been, has had abdominal surgery and now she's been, not been seen since December. Uh, Sarah, the Duchess of York was diagnosed with skin cancer. Prince Edward is stepping back from royal duties. Uh, Thomas Kingston, who married into the British royal family, died suddenly. Jacob Rothschild died. King of Norway rushed to the hospital with infection. Pope Francis rushed to the hospital. Queen of Denmark. So basically, they're just hinting at all these somewhat mysterious or strategically planned ways of taking the elite class out of the of the spotlight, so it so it makes it appear as if they're also vulnerable to all the events that's happening to humanity while they're literally just being pushed out of the limelight, downgraded. But then again, they still hold the elite class status and ownership of everything that, you know, is in the real world. Cause a lot of these people here, you know, families go back hundreds of years to where, you know, they still own countries and central bank shares and stuff like that. So I thought that was interesting here, but that was just a little subject matter that was trending uh, the other day. So, what else here? Let's check in real quick and see what else is trending uh, on the Twitter sphere. It seems that that's the best place to get the most uh, up-to-date analysis on events as they unfold. And then I'll take some Q&A and we'll, we'll keep moving. Uh, <laughs> here is something that uh, is also interesting. Uh, this is from Stephen Heinrich, uh, analyst and commentator. He says, now that the PCE figures are looking favorable. Everything points to a soft landing, if not, you know, smooth transition into a recession-free environment, according to all the figures that's been given to us. He's basically saying a fear and greed index has shot past extreme greed. Like, I don't know if this is like a, a true metric here or this is just him being funny, but I'd imagine with all the green in the markets right now, you know, extreme greed is definitely taking place. So, but this is what's happening, man. This is what's happening in the news as of now. So we're going to get to some Q&A once I get back to my regular screen here. And for those who have not, um, make sure you guys support the channel. Don't be afraid to hit that thumbs up button, like the channel. Definitely helps more people come across this type of information. Just an alternative perspective. Give you something to think about outside of the mainstream narrative or the mainstream lies, as I like to say. Okay, what else we got here? So feel free. Uh, we'll do a couple minutes of Q&A. Awesome thoughts, ideas, suggestions in the chat. 
and uh, let me know what you guys are keeping an eye on, what excites you, what concerns you, based upon all the information we've seen. Oh, speaking of another thing, uh, I almost forgot to mention this one. So uh, let me see. I heard, not heard, but seen more information about the Texas Blaze. So uh, not, I'm not surprising at this current moment, but uh, it looks like Texas is still the outside of the Amarillo area is still on blaze and it's not by coincidence, not by accident. So this is from Steve Hankey three hours ago says the smoke smokehouse Creek fire is now the second largest in Texas uh, state history after at over 850,000 acres. That's just 57 acres short of being the largest wildfire in Texas ever. So once again, you look at this video footage of how just you got, you know, shrub burning vegetation burning, like this, so the common sense would just say, like, this is not a natural occurrence. Like, this was sparked by something. And, of course, it plays right into Maui, plays into what happened in Chile. And I actually saw somebody point out, let me see if I can find it, that a lot of these mysterious fires are a part of the advancement of the Vision 2045, where the smart cities and stuff like that. So a lot of these territories will be considered government properties that will be used to uh, further the World Economic Forum and the UN agenda to, uh, I guess, build back better after these uh, fires come through and destroy things. So I can't find the commentary that I saw earlier, but it says Texas nuclear weapons uh, plan evacuated as fires rage out of control and threaten bomb factories. So, yeah, this is this is very concerning because that private property Whoever it's whoever the owners are, you better believe the government will come in, confiscate that and make it, you know, feral land. And all of a sudden they're going to start building stuff for others anyway. But that's just something that's very concerning as well. Uh, says, did you know the coin Mike Pence carries with him? Right. Uh, Mr. Boston, what are we referring to? Mike Pence. Yeah, that's another thing. Like Mike Pence, how was Mike Pence, you know, Trump's right hand man as vice president? And after the presidency, he turned to be a complete, like, somewhat deep state operative himself. Like, it just makes me question, you know, his judgment referring to President Trump, the fact that he, you know, signed on to Pence becoming his vice president, and as well as his overall cabinet were all just deep state type infiltrants. So it just makes him look very bad itself, make him kind of look like he's a part of that same group. But then again, like, you got to be careful who you say that around because some people take it personal that you talk about, you know, President, former President Trump. But anyway, uh, make this uh, maybe, uh, let me see, maybe this is how they go into their bunkers and disappear into hiding. Uh, yeah, that's 100%. That is 100% because all those royalty members that I called off, they own a variety of portions of different continents. So they can disappear with no problem. Or, they can always go down to Antarctica, and I think Rothschilds have an island. So, you know, if Jacob Rothschild really didn't pass away, he can just go to his territory down in Antarctica and never be heard from again because it's not like reporters can go down there and, you know, interview him and stuff like that. So, anyway, man, this is just some crazy stuff. It's interesting. It's a pyramid on the coin. Um, okay, so let me see if something pops up. I want to look that up. And so, Mr. Boston, is that like, you know, public knowledge? Uh, as far as it being out there, Mike Pence coin he carries and see what pops up. 
I haven't seen that. Or if you got a source to that, Trump give uh trump you know, trump 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 yep so nothing i mean nothing comes up in the mainstream so my, uh, mr boss let me know where you get that from i'm definitely curious to take a look at that uh what else you got here uh dun, 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 dun. ryan order out of the chaos hunger games first time. <laughs> yeah yeah so this is um yeah thursday man this is going to be a interesting day it looks like for market activity and so for my day traders those who get in get out this is where this is where profits are made because it looks like the fed is Definitely going to support the juicing of the markets with all this favorable PCE narrative stuff. So won't be a dull moment. So for my traders, go get your paper and make sure you get your paper and put it in something real. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, man. So we about 32 minutes or so. Just want to check in for the morning check-in, give you some information as to some alternative payments being built out. It also includes the dollars through JP Morgan. So uh, it could be just uh, put, put, put a monetary and political theater in of itself but once again it's something i learned new that i thought you guys might be interested in so uh you know the expansion of the air monetary payment platforms is going to be interesting just because it makes you know life here in the west for those who are solely relying upon dollars in the future a lot tougher so all right my good people uh, be blessed be safe if you enjoyed the back and forth hit that thumbs up button and i will catch you guys hopefully tomorrow for another uh, morning check-in be blessed shalom